Welcome to the Common Man Hedge Fund Podcast. Here you will learn secrets to generating more monthly income using your existing retirement assets. You'll also learn techniques that will allow you to hedge your investments against an inevitable market drop and the coming bear market. I'm your host, Chris Wilson. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Chris from Spectrum Education. I wanted to talk briefly today about an interesting idea. Just read a story that was quoting Bank of America, I believe. But, you know, going back the last three, four, five years, bonds have been yielding basically zero. So, you know, I was a, a retail financial advisor back in the mid-2000s to about 2010. And the the process basically goes something like this. You you visit with the customer, the client, you figure out what their risk tolerance is, which basically means how, how much fluctuation they're willing to tolerate. If it's somebody who is very, very risk averse, you're going to have a very high percentage of bonds and a very low percentage of equities. If it's somebody who's more traditional and they're like, you know, I've got time, I don't need this money, I just need to cover inflation, I need some growth, but I don't want, you know, fully fully invested in the market, then those folks are going to be closer to basically 50-50. And basically what that means is you take 50% of the money, you spread it among different funds, different equity investments, and those investments are really designed more for appreciation. The dividend component can be a very small part of the income, but the other 50% of the portfolio, you would invest in some sort of bonds. And typically, the way I would do it is I would use bond funds, and you could kind of run a cross-section of your portfolio, and, and it would tell you how much is in, inve in equity investments, how much is in bond investments of all your different holdings combined. So, you know, if you had a 70-30 portfolio, that means 70% equities, 30% bonds, or 50-50 or whatever. Well, the reason you put that bond portfolio in there is because it's not correlated with the market, and it's going to pay you some sort of yield and that yield buffers the volatility of your overall portfolio. So about, you know, five or six years ago, bond yields just kept going lower and lower and lower and they've been extremely, extremely low for a long time. So if, if you were going to put money in bonds and the yield was zero, that was like, huh, that doesn't make any sense. So what financial advisors have done, and I've verified this with several of my buddies who are financial advisors, they have looked at other ways to diversify the portfolio and they've kind of shunned away from bonds leaning higher on their equity percentages and what what they typically try to do is find equities find certain stocks or funds that are less susceptible to volatility and variation but still they're they're moving and shifting their ranges you know if traditionally you had a 50 50 equity fixed income portfolio and that fixed income was paying you a three or four or five percent yield that's one thing but if you have that yield being close to zero it really didn't make sense to have that much money just sitting there not earning anything. So, you know, what used to be a 50-50 might end up being 70-30 or 80-20. So what that artificially did is it made more money flow into equities. And when more money flows into something, the prices go up. And that's kind of what's happened the last three to five years. So basically what they, what they indicated in this story was really there's not been another place to get yield until recently. And now interest rates are going back up. So right now you can you can get a 4% yield in short-term government bonds. 4% is not anything to write home about, but it's better than 0 or 1 or a half or whatever. So the Fed's getting ready to raise either 75 I think the consensus is 75 basis points at their next meeting, and a lot of people think we're going to end up somewhere between 45 and 5% before they kind of slow down and, and take a breath and maybe start cutting. So the reason they're doing that is to kind of slow down the economy to kind of tame inflation. But the point is, if you're a, a, an investor and you want to have a, a chunk of your money in fixed income to buffer your returns, you know, to buffer the volatility, 
that's a lot more attractive now. Okay, so a lot of the allocation is going back to bonds or fixed income, treasuries, whatever, whatever you want. And where does that money come from? Well, it flows out of equities. So that actually puts further downward pressure on the stock market because you know the, the stock market's all about money flows. It's where where the bulk of the money is going. So if money is flowing out of equities back into fixed income and that plays out over the course of six months to a year, you're going to see further pressure on the stock market. I mean, one of the reasons why the stock market's gone up so much over the last two or three years is because there's just been so much money flowing into it. Well, where did that money come from? It came from typical bond money because there was no yield on bonds. Well, now we flip that script. The yield is going up on bonds. The money's going to flow back out. So right now the market's down 20 plus percent on the year. Uh, this argument sort of makes the case that we could see further downward pressure on the stock market as money flows from stocks back into bonds. So it's an interesting idea, just a macro concept to think about. I've been preaching for quite a while that I don't think we're going to have the same market the next 10 years that we've had looking backwards for a lot of these macro reasons. The Fed uh, has already kind of flipped the switch and rather than injecting and pumping money into the system, they're at the point now where they're trying to kind of wring money out of the system with, with different ways. And I really think that's going to affect the market going forward. So if you're close to retirement, if you're at retirement, reevaluate the idea that the market's going to be up an average of 10% a year going forward. I mean, I, I monitor a lot of these groups and forums and people, you know, they, everybody wants to be bullish. And it's like, even the, the folks that are technical in nature, they're, they're looking at all these different price levels. And if this holds and that holds, and we've made the bottom and all we got to do is hang above this. And then we've got the bottom and we're going back up. I, I mean, that may work on the two week to one month time frame, But when you look at, at the macroeconomic fact, as long as the Fed is pulling money out of the system, the market's not going to go higher and higher and higher like it has for the last 10 years. I, I firmly believe that. And I think that just makes common sense. So evaluate what you're investing in, where you're at. I think, you know, making sure you've got more fixed income now makes sense. But, you know, even at 4%, if you learn to use options properly and learn how to sell options and manage the risk, you can make a lot higher returns than that. And, you know, what I advocate is take, take a chunk, a portion of your money, set it up in an account and learn how to use these option strategies to generate anywhere from a half percent a month to one and a half percent a month, you know, six to 18% annualized is very doable. And you can learn how to do it with, without taking on a whole lot of risk. You just, you just got to learn about options and how to do it. That's my mission. That's what I teach people how to do. I have lots of different programs. Check out my website, commonmanhedgefund.com. You can sign up for my newsletter. You can check out my courses and also my mentoring programs and check me out. I'd love to hear from you. So thanks. Talk to you next time.